And now we reach the last Mishnah of the Masechta. This is Masechah's Gitin, Perak Tes, Mishnah Yud 9, 10. And the topic of our Mishnah is, um, under what conditions is it acceptable to give a wife a get? So, there are going to be three levels of rationale why one would want to give his wife a get. Level one, um, the best reason I'll call it, is because um, we've got confirmation that she has been um, immoral, like she's having an affair or something like that. Um, she's behaving in a totally unacceptable way. So then that would be like level one. That's a davar shabba That's an immoral thing. Then level two would be that she is um, she expresses malice towards him. She's she intentionally does things against his interest. So the example the mission will use is hikdicha tavshilo. She burns his food or oversalts his food. But the point is, she knows she's putting too much salt. In the soup, she just wants to not enjoy the salt. So she's acting maliciously, intentionally um, against his interests. So that's a good reason um, also to want to divorce one's wife. And to divorce one's wife, it's not as bad as the objective um, immoral behavior, but it's still it's still bad. And then there's a third level, which is nothing wrong with this woman per se. She did nothing wrong. But he decides he doesn't like her for any reason or no reason. Um, he just wants to move on. Um, not necessarily because of anything that she did. The way to describe that in the Mishnah is Matzah na Himena. He found somebody else who's nicer than her, who he likes more than her, who's prettier than her. The point is, for any reason, you know, he just he wants to leave this first wife. So now, and we'll have three shitas in the Mishnah. According to Beishamai, you only can divorce your wife for level one in immoral behavior. According to Beishamai, and I'll call it the halacha, loosely speaking, is no, it's level two, meaning either for immorality or other kind of willful misconduct, which is against his interests. She really, she's, she doesn't, she's a pain in the neck, she's mean to him, and so on. And then Rabbi Kivashita would be that really it's any reason or no reason, he just decides he likes someone else, he can divorce his wife. So now, two things. First of all, don't forget, our Mishnah is working in a world where one can divorce his wife against her will, as we have been throughout the whole Masechta. So therefore we're saying, you know, that the reasons why not to divorce the wife are going to be because the poor woman now has nowhere to go, she's living under a bridge, her life's messed up, so we're trying to protect her and say you shouldn't divorce her if it's not her fault, etc. Or, or, or maybe that's the sheet is there. I'll come back at the end of the Mishnah Be'ez HaShem Lahalacha, where we function under Rabbeinu Gershom's rules where you can't divorce a woman against her will, so these rules are relaxed. Um... Second of all, as I'll mention the end, we're talking really about a Zivukshani, a second marriage, in truth. But anyways, we'll hold that all to the end. Now, the basis of these three shitas is how to understand the words of the verse themselves. The operative verse is the verse in Devarim, Perkhav Dalet, Pasuk Aleph, which talks about divorce in the first place. Kikach ish isha, a man marries a woman, and then vahaya imlotim sachein be'inav, and if she no longer finds favor in his eyes, ki ba ervas davar, because he finds some immoral matter about her, I'm translating quite literally here. It's hard to translate because of the different interpretations in the Mishnah. So then, the of la sefer krisos. Then he writes her this bill of divorce. So that's the, the verse. Now, the two um, issues that give some wiggle in interpretation in that in the, that verse is number one: the word ervas davar, or that phrase ervas davar, is peculiar. Um, it's a smichut. It should be if you if it would be simply a matter of an immoral immorality, 
So it could have said ki matzah ba erva if he found you know immorality within her. That would be enough. What's the word davar coming to do? Um, and it's also ervas davar. So it sounds like maybe there's two separate things. There's the erva possibility and there's the davar, something else, a matter. Um, that's the first issue, and that really will be the mechlokos around which the mechlokos in Beisham and Beishel will revolve. Beisham, I understand, ervas davar is one thing, a unseemly immoral matter. And according to Beishel, it's really two things. Either it's an erva, immorality, um, or davar something else which is bad, like some sort of willful misconduct, some malice that she expresses towards him. The other issue in the Pasuk is that the word ki is really open to interpretation. The word ki functions in, in basically four different ways in the Pasukim. Um, most common, I think, it uses it, it's translated in means because. Um, and that that would be how Beis Shaman and Beis Hill read it here. It says, um, he doesn't, it says, v'haya imlo timsachen be'enav, she no longer finds favor in his eyes, key, because he found some unseemly matter about her. But the word key can also mean other things, including the word if. And if that's the case, like the word im, if, so then according to Rabbi Akiva, um, we actually have three different reasons why women get divorced in the verses. It's either, number possibly number one, she just no longer finds favor in his eyes. That's possibly A. He just doesn't like anymore. That's im lo timsachein be'enav. If she doesn't find favor in his eyes. Or B, ki matzah ba'ervas davar. Or if, the key here is if. So, or if he finds something in erva, an, an immoral thing about her, or a davar something else like base Hillel, something else, you know, malicious. So any of those three reasons would be good reasons that allow him to divorce her. Okay, so that's, but so that's the machlokus here. Inside the Mishnah says, Beishamai Omrim lo yegarish adamis ishto ele imkin matza ba davar erva. Beishamai say, one may not divorce his wife unless he finds some immoral thing about her, which means, like, you know, witnesses have told him, listen, your wife is having an affair, or something like that, you know? Um, could be something else, like, I don't know, she, she, she works in a nightclub and dresses inappropriately or something like that. Um, but the point is it's, she's totally out of line on a, on a morality issue. So that will be the grounds for divorce. Shanamar, the Pasuk says, Ki ervas davar. He has to find in her like a matter regarding erva. That's based Shammai's interpretation. No. They say, Even if she burns tafshilo, his food, his, his dish, his food, then... That's grounds for divorce. Shanemar, the Pasuk says, Ki ba ervas davar. It says, you can find in her either A, an erva, an immoral thing, or even B, a davar, some other matter, which is very bad, like she's 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 maliciously causing him trouble. So since she acts out of malice, she acts intentionally, wantonly, uh, brazenly, whatever it is, against him. So then, that's grounds for divorce. Like, for example, she burns his food on purpose. Okay, so now, I explained according to base Hillel the reason why is because this ervas davar is a strange turn of phrase, so it's either an erva or a davar, something else. So what does Beisham I do with this expression ervas davar? So there he understands that the ervas davar is um, for the sake of a gezerah shava. The word extra, the word davar for sure is mutar, it's superfluous, but it's coming really teach you like kind of like a gezerah shava because as is often the case, the word davar also alludes to the pasuk which says al pi shnei edim. Yakum davar, you establish a matter of halachic fact in a bezin um, based on two witnesses. So the point is, 
that Beis Shammah will learn that we're not going to force the husband to get divorced, even if he suspects immoral behavior, unless he has two witnesses who have testified that she has been immoral. So at that point, he must divorce her. Before that, he doesn't have to divorce her. He could, um, but as we'll see later on, he should you know, try to, in all events, we should try to see the marriage is repaired rather than go straight to the, you know, the, the last step of the divorce. Rabbi Kiva Omer, the third opinion, Rabbi Kiva says, Even if he finds someone else he likes more than her, she's more, more pretty than she is, the original wife, then he's allowed to divorce her. Shneemar, as the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, even if he doesn't find, she doesn't find favor in his eyes anymore. That would be grounds for divorce, because Rabbi Kiva holds that any reason is grounds for divorce. Now, the halacha, so to speak, follows Beis Hillel, meaning that... Um, one isn't to divorce his wife for any reason, but only if he has a good reason. She's acted, you know, maliciously against him and expressing that antipathy is a good reason to divorce her. But even then, says the Gemara, we're talking here about what's called a zivukshani, a second marriage, um, in which case, yes, if she acts against his interest, that's grounds for divorce. But the Gemara says, um, if it's a first marriage, so then a person should try to rehabilitate the marriage and resuscitate it even if she is Higdicha Tafshilo, even if you know, she's acting against his interests on purpose, um, because it's sort of a great tragedy to have a marriage dissolve, so much so that the Gemara famously describes it as even the Mizbeach sheds a tear over this marriage if it can't be put back together from this first marriage. So that's kind of like the Akkad the Halacha, but really the Halacha, Lamais, Lamais is a little different. Since today we're operating under the Halachas of the framework of Rabbeinu Gershom, which says one may not divorce his wife against her will. This is what Ramah Paskins brings out. So therefore, um, if the woman is not agreeable to get divorced, you can't divorce her. So therefore, if she is agreeable to get divorced, so then you can divorce her essentially for any reason. We're not putting in protection saying you shouldn't divorce her um, because if the woman's attitude essentially is he doesn't like me, so I don't like him, I want to get on with my life. Okay, so then she don't force her to, to agree to get divorced, but if she so agrees, she wants to get divorced, so then you could divorce her under those conditions in any case. So therefore, lelacha in a way, although hashkafically we're saying the Mizbech is shedding a tear, it's a great tragedy for a marriage to end in divorce, but legally one's within his rights, if his wife wants to get divorced, he wants to get divorced, so then they can get divorced. And with that, we finish Meseches Gitten, Selech Meseches Gitten, Be'ez Hashem, and we will, next Mesechta Be'ez Hashem is going to be Meseches Kedushan.